glorious restoration, and I believe that uh, God has not only just spoken to you, but that uh, as He speaks into the depths of your heart, it comes with the redemption of nature and power of everything God's saying to you this morning. So um, we're going to jump in just, just a second into the wrap and chat to Amber and Kenny this morning, but before we do so, I want to just uh, take a moment right now and say, write down, write down whatever God's saying to you, write down what He's what you believe he's speaking to you in this moment, and uh, and weigh it up. Is it uh, is it coming with the redemptive nature and the redemptive power of God, and how is it uh, playing out in your life? And uh, I love that it's just a really practical step to see if it is God speaking or not. And I know we're going to have way more of them coming in the coming weeks as we journey through the series uh, of seven, and I believe God's going to speak to every single one of us. So I was saying to the ladies now, sometimes these moments are more caught than, uh, than taught, and I believe God's going to speak into the depths of our hearts over the next few weeks. Our heart as a church is to really uh, to connect with you uh, and to journey with you in faith. So if you have any prayer requests, I'd love it right now if you could jump onto the different platforms that we have and send through those prayer requests. Also, if God's doing amazing stuff in your life, let us know. We'd love to journey with you, and we'd love to get alongside you, celebrate with you. And I know your story can encourage those around you as well. Also, if you give into Link Church online, uh, thank you so much. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you for helping us get the gospel right from here, Salt Rock, South Africa, to all different parts uh, of the globe. And I want to encourage you to continue to do so, please. You can do that on the website. You can scan the little QR code popping up at the bottom of the screen now. And uh, you can give in on online platforms. Also, we'd love to connect with you. So make sure that you're scanning that code, giving us your details so we can keep you in the loop and up to date with everything that's happening in the life of our church. So Amber and Kenny, great to have you guys with me on the wrap today. Yes, you both passed the test the last couple of weeks. So you've been invited back to the wrap. It's awesome Thank to have you with us. High and call. It's a high call. It is a high it's call. A high this call. is uh, very deep on the back end here. No, I'm joking. The rap is simply a place where we can get to unpack what God's saying to us uh, here on campus. It makes it feel like, it's sitting, like we're sitting in your living room and challenging you and asking questions around what God said to you. And uh, I pray that these moments are very helpful for you sitting at home uh, as they are for us. It's actually just a moment I just get to sit down and go like, actually, what is God saying to me? And what have I taken out of yeah. the message? And what am I carrying into Monday? So, Ken, we'll start with you this morning. Uh, what do you feel God's, oh, right on the spot, Katie, in the spotlight, what do you feel like God's saying to you? Has He said anything? What are some highlights uh, of this morning's message? Um, just some highlights. I think just that part in Isaiah 11, like He will not judge by what He sees with His eyes or decides by what He hears with His ears. I think that for me, um, just the past couple of weeks, I've been challenged by that whole look again thing and just like with certain situations that I've seen in my own life where I've gone, this is the surface level, this is what it's going to look like, and actually it's taking a minute to step back and go, actually, God, what are you seeing in this situation, so and what am I supposed to see? And also just, like, to not, not, not what is required, I wrote down, not what is required, but how do you respond? I think a lot of the times you, we, all, we almost feel like we have to work from this thing of, like, what's required of me instead of, like, how am I responding to this? So good. Yeah. That is brilliant. Um, also, just I love how, uh, right from Vision Sunday, the last three weeks, I feel like God's just massaging in the vision. Yeah. And I feel like it's going to continue throughout this series and possibly into the next. But it just feels like that look again theme, obviously that scripture in Ephesians, uh, we will not see with uh, physical eyes, but we'll see with spiritual eyes, the eyes yeah. of our heart. And uh, yeah. look it again. It seems to be that golden thread of grace. The it's golden beautiful. thread of grace. Yeah. Come on. Um, so I think, yeah, wow, it's really... This morning was just beautiful. I think Dill's obviously a gifted communicator, but he also carries the spirit of it, which yep. I think makes him more powerful. 
Um, but I think for me, the redemptive nature of God just touched me so beautifully because it, it's something that I have known so tenderly and so f- and seen and tasted in my life. And um, just to weigh up everything against the redemptive nature of God because um, there was a moment that changed everything for me in my life where someone, like a pastor, was Tess, <laughs> my pastor Tess, yeah. um, she challenged me on what I thought was good theology of of. A, depression and what I was carrying and she challenged me and said that's not the heart of God like I don't believe that's the heart of God go and ask him go study go wait up to the redemptive nature of God brilliant and that freed me and and I've known redemptive joy I've known the story and the tenderness of God that comes close and I just feel like we're in such an age of truth and evaluating it for yourself and finding it and defining it and it's like as Christians like going to scripture is not archaic it's actually to be a christian and a professing believer is to hold everything up evaluate all knowledge against the supreme reality of christ Mm. and his redemption that is brilliant yeah and profound yeah so hold everything and weigh it up to the redemptive nature of god yeah is what i heard is that right come on hey and i want to ask you the question i actually love that someone challenged you around that redemptive nature story and For yours, it, it was one thing. But what does that look like for you? And yeah. maybe you're sitting at home today thinking like, um, this whatever I'm carrying can't be redeemed or restored. I, I, I completely disagree. I believe God can mm. re- redeem and restore anything yeah. that you allow him to. But go and study. Go and ask. Go figure out. Go lean into everything God's saying. Open his word. I love that the, the word's mm. not archaic. Yeah. It's for today and tomorrow. Lean into those moments and go see what God's saying to you. And I believe that we'll hear some incredible testimonies coming off the back end of asking uh, what needs to be redeemed in our own lives. Yeah. That's brilliant. And I think there's like the gospel is still the power, like the power of God. It's not just produce yeah. power, it is power. And I think the world is so normalized anxiety and even Christian psychologists normalize all these things that we don't actually have to live with. Yeah. Like God redeems all those parts and we can't afford to buy into the way of the world and the psychology of the world at the expense of a finished work. Correct. Because the freedom's just too beautiful and the kingdom's too near and it's everything we have access to. Come on. Yeah. The redemptive nature of God's just got one level deeper in the rap. <laughs> this is where we Come found <laughs> profound wisdom. <laughs> oh, I'm joking. Anyway. You're what pretty I- profound. <laughs> <laughs> You're profound. Yeah, yeah. I try to listen. <laughs> Your notes, when, when the rap started, Doves' note-taking just went yeah, I just, uh, all I'm, the way up. Yeah, I'm not a very good note-taker, but I've learned to take some incredible notes. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Anyway, my faith's grown. In Come the last on. 18 months, like Come you can't on. believe. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> awesome. Anything else stand out for you in the message? Uh, any God moments? Anything that God actually, like, and there might not be. I just love asking the question every week. Mm. Was there a moment that something dropped in your heart? Um, just to speak on that redemptive power, I think Amber's obviously, like, spoken on and said, like, such beautiful things, especially, like, the fact that, like, there's things that we have in our lives that we don't, like, give up to God. I think God had said something to me at the beginning of the year about this year. And I kind of, Dole said it, like, we, God will say things to us and then we'll reframe them with our own eyes and go, yep. this is what it's supposed to look like. And I feel like just today he's gone, I said this to you. You've now framed it like this. But actually what I want you to do is this. So that was a God moment for me. Like, he, he says what he wants to say and, like, and you will hear what he wants to do in your life. Yeah. So good. I love that idea that when we carry uh, when we carry redemption, we leave from a place of rest. Mm. I think sometimes we we still uh, trying to fight for a better future or a better outcome yeah. uh, when we're not fully redeemed. And yeah. when you do understand something of the full redemption, we actually walk out of a place of freedom and a place of rest. Mm. Mm. Beautiful.
Yeah, I think um, like when Dill spoke about calling and like Kenny said, he he said we reduce calling to what we're good at or what we're comfortable at, but mm. God, um, 10 times out of 10 calls us to what's not comfortable. Yeah. Correct. And um, it's often the simple things like someone once said, uh, it's the complex, we, try, we make faith complicated because then it gives us time, yes. but it's actually the simple things that require uh, obedience yeah. mm. and immediacy. And I think God calls us to be salt and light and all these things, and we reduce it to what's comfortable. Um, but Scripture actually calls us higher. We don't get to level down Scripture to what to our experience or to what we're comfortable on, but we do get to stand on Scripture. Ooh, Abs, yeah. you're challenging me. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm a, I'm a comfort guy. I really do like yeah. comfort. And, uh, I think we all are. We are. We do. We yeah. default to comfort. That's the reality. Yeah. But God's yeah. calling us to so much more. Uh, and I believe as we understand this glorious restoration and something of redemption, mm-hmm. uh, I believe God's going to continue to reveal to us even more around the idea of redemption that we leave from a place of grace and not guilt. I love that yeah. thought. Uh, and uh, yeah, and that we've been bought back. I think there was one thing for me that just mm-hmm. stood out. It's like actually we've been bought back with a price that no one, can, none of us can repay. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the story of the gospel that uh, Jesus would come and take away everything so that we could walk into complete yeah. freedom. It never gets old. old. And I think sometimes we're still trying to work and still trying to piece stuff together and still trying to figure moments out where we actually don't have to. It's trying to come to the understanding. And I often pray, I'm like, God, give me revelation on that moment that we have been bought back at a price. We have nothing to to pay back, yet we can walk in complete freedom. And yeah, yeah, that's a a redemption story of (laughs) absolute note. All right, guys, what are you taking into the Monday? We're not leaving uh, what we heard today here. We are going to, and Ephesians 1.23, world's not peripheral to the church, church peripheral to the world. Yeah. This picture of the seven pillars for me is a really practical way of how that's unfolded. I've always understood the concept. I've never had practical application as to how that unfolds. Okay. And looking at that diagram of the seven different pillars, it's actually given me incredible context that everything flows through the church. Yeah. And yet it's we go places. out into the week and we go build our pillar. Yeah. So... What we're taking into our Monday is the question that we ask, but actually it's what are we going to go build this week? Come on. So I want to ask you guys the question, what are you taking into your Monday that's going to help you build the sphere of influence that you live in? Okay, I'll start. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Um, I think something that's radically shifted my prayer life quite recently, but just um, was just a revelation God gave me on, on taking him at his word. I think it's yeah. it's very easy to open up the Bible and to read promises as like nice comforting statements, but to believe that the gospel actually is the power of Christ mm. and that the same power and same spirit lives in me to take hold of these things and to walk out into my week with them. And so I've been praying the promises of God. I've been hourly as often as I can remember just opening up my hands and saying, God, overwhelm me with your spirits. Because yeah. I know I can't do any redeem- redeeming or redemptive work on my own, but everything like everything um, Tim Keller says, when you when you pray, your ideas become redemptive because they're soaked in the gospel of God. And um, there's a story of the Hebrides revival. I spoke about it in our meeting, but um, it was prayer meetings preceding this big revival that broke out. Yeah. But a young man stood up and just prayed, nothing profound or impressive, but he, he prayed with the intimacy and the authority of a son. And he stood up and he just uh, called on the promises of God and said, like, this is your covenant, this is your promise. And the guy commenting on this all was Duncan Campbell. And he says, you can believe me or not, but the house shook like a leaf and revival broke out all over the city. And he said, "Um, it's my deep conviction that um, the angels were gazing over the battlements of glory and saying, there's a man who dares to stand on the promises of God and take from the throne what the throne has promised. 
And I think heaven longs for that. I think revival waits on that. And I think on the other side of the screen, just to break the barrier and say that there's a high call of God on your life. There is a heaven breathed mandate on your life and it has nothing to do um, with what you can do, but with, but with the spirit inside of you and inside of us. And God's calling his church to awaken again. So good. And pray yeah. with the authority of a son. Yeah. I love that because that changed everything and revival broke out. Wow. Pray with authority. Come on. Can? Gosh, what am I taking into Monday? Yeah. I'm just going to, can I go? Yeah. I'm you just, go. I'm go just going to think and remind myself that I'll be brought back. Come mm. on. It's not yeah. as profound, but. That's profound. <laughs> That's deeply profound. That's deeply profound. <laughs> there you go. So profound. Can? I think. What I'm taking into Monday, it's how I respond and not what's required of me. So good. Yeah, that I can respond as a daughter and not like have to be like, I have to do one, two, three, four in order for me like to Mm. move. It's like God has said this. How am I going to respond to that? Brilliant. Yeah. Come on, pray with the authority of a son. Move out of a place of uh, response, not requirements. And uh, let's just remember that we've been bought with a price this week and Mm. uh, we can uh, move forward in faith because of a redemptive savior. So thanks so much for joining us this week uh, in church and for on the wrap uh, today. It's been an amazing morning in church and excited for an incredible, incredible week. If you haven't done so yet, please scan the code on the screen below and contact us, get in touch. We'd love to connect with you. And I want to ask you the question as we wrap up today, what are you taking into your Monday? What is God saying and stirring in your heart? And I believe we're in for an amazing week. We'll catch you next week. Ciao, ciao.